Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations, where we invite our hosts and guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. This season, we're also looking forward to engaging more with our audience, hearing your enlightened views, and answering questions and topics you would like us to weigh in on. Today's episode is hosted by Michelle Lightworker and Kristen Erwald. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Lightworker here with Enlightened Conversations Q&A with our wonderful co-host Kristen Elwell today. Welcome Kristen. Hello, thanks for having me again. (laughs) You're welcome and um, uh, today we are attempting the live stream and fingers crossed it's working. Um, If it's not, I'm sure we'll figure it out soon enough. Um, and just so that everybody knows what we are actually discussing today, and we welcome your comments, we welcome your contributions, um, we are covering three different topics. Uh, the first one is what is happiness? The second one is how do I know if I've made the right decision? And the third one is what is the difference between manifestation and creation? Um, our wonderful co-host Kristen, aka Magenta Goddess, um, was born and raised in Germany and is now residing in Australia with her eight-year-old son. She's passionate about light working and practices it in she has been practicing it ever since her first Reiki healing in 2013. And in 2018, she's graduated as a master lightworker practitioner and facilitates her own healings today. And besides this, she's passionate about nursing and privately she loves parenting, enjoying her life and keeping fit and healthy. Welcome, Kristen. Hello. 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 (laughs) I'm just so looking forward to um, speaking about this uh, topic about what is happiness. Um, I saw someone posting this question on another group and I thought, oh, I really want to dive into that. And I feel Mm. like it is a question that sort of goes around um, our minds often, especially I suppose if we're feeling unhappy and if we're feeling that we're not quite happy and it's sometimes a bit of a journey for people thinking, um, well, how do I get back to happiness? Have you experienced that yourself or in, in your clients? I feel like in my personal life there's a whole threat and I feel mm-hmm. like there's also, when I look at my clients, a common theme of why they haven't, created happiness yet for themselves <laughs> i've noticed yes. that common theme as well so for me personally it's i feel like i've always been happy as a child and then i had a you know significant event happening in my life where i wasn't happy at all and i questioned the whole thing and now having moved through that and kind of rebuilt myself in my life from the inside out there have been certain you know, like when you think you know what happiness is that have that had to shatter in order for me to create genuine happiness. Mm-hmm. So and I thought for a while, it's just a feeling that flights like sadness, you know, it comes up and then it goes again. But I actually think now we do can create it. And it's like a state of being like joy or love. And it can actually expand as we keep, you know, doing our inner work and and feeling our way through what's not happy, <laughs> what doesn't feel mm. happy. Mm, and I think yes. that's where, yeah, where I found a lot of my clients have the conception that I'm trying all of this all the time and I'm still not happy. It's like, okay, what place are you coming from? Is it a people pleasing one? Is it actually what you want to do or what someone else told you to do? So there's a bit of, you know, sometimes we have to dig a lot deeper on what happiness means to us personally and go from there rather than you know, chasing a concept of, oh, that makes them happy that they have a family. I want a family. And then we have a family and we think, 
that doesn't feel right to me at all, <laughs> you know? So there's mm. no, no copying other people in this. It's an interesting thing, isn't it, what we think happiness is. And then when we arrive at somewhere where we actually think that that's what happiness is and then we go, oh, gosh, I feel so empty. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I remember that um, when I was in my 20s and I, I was um, anorexic and that, and I thought when I get to this particular weight, mm. I'll be happy. And I remember I made it eventually um to the particular weight I was looking at and I was so miserable I was I was horrified I was so horrified and shocked why aren't I happy now Mm. and it's kind of it was almost like this whole fantasy thing that I'd built up in my brain (laughs) that once I had arrived I'd be happy my life would be solved and all my problems would go away and I would just be so happy and and I was uh I think that's when I hit my spiritual rock bottom um because Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was because I just remember after that moment in time, I actually felt like my whole my whole life was just like somebody had driven a truck into a wall, mm. and I felt like my whole life was falling apart because, um, you know, whatever dopamine surge I was getting off a, you know, losing the weight and whatever, and the fantasy of when I get to this, it just crashed all all the way down. And I think it can be like that with anything that's happened to me before when I was in a relationship and we we didn't have much money and then my partner at the time started earning a lot of money and well it was a lot of, well, it wasn't really a lot of money but it was a lot of money com- compared to what we were living off because at the time I think we were like living off $105 a week or something ridiculous like that so we're, anything on top of that was amazing <laughs> and we were getting a lot more money than that and I just remember we got all this new furniture we got all this all this stuff and again I thought, yay, yes, I'll be, I should be happy. And I wasn't happy. So mm. there's two very, very strong moments in my life. And that was just before the relationship ended too, where I felt like I built up a fantasy in my head oh my. and and it's not necessarily what happiness actually was. So I love how you said the more you've done the inner work, yeah, um, the more you understand what, I think that's what you said, the more you get what happiness is for you. Yeah, the more you understand it and the more you create, the more it expands as well, I find. Yeah. I feel like for me it's been a lot, in a, as a young adult and as a child, I've created this this facet of happiness. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm smiling. I can remember when I worked through like some trauma that I had later on in life, my mentor said, you're smiling at me. I could almost think you were happy. But inside there was just so much grief and so much sadness and so much all the things that I may have looked happy and did all the things that make you happy. But yeah, as I said earlier, that was just a concept that I built up, you know, in order to yeah. probably not to be bothered by anyone anymore or something like that. Yes. And then I had this relationship mm. as well where I felt shattered and all these ideas is just fell down on the floor. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> obviously you know none of that was really me so what is it that makes me happy yeah I think that we can sometimes confuse um a respite from an uncomfortable situation as happiness (laughs) Mm. you know like what you just said is like um like look I'll do anything so I don't have to be bothered by that by that certain thing and that gives you a certain sense of respite or something from what's uncomfortable and we think that that's happiness but what we probably, you and I have probably learned over a period of time is that the uncomfortableness points towards how you can become more happy, not yes. to evade that to become more happy. So if you deal with what 
created that uncomfortableness in the first place. You can find a sense of peace that that you can be happy in, in that situation or any others, the opposite or whatever it is. Mm. And, and it's a different kind of happiness. It's not an avoidant kind of or a fake masky thing to make things better. Um, it's a bit like, um, you know, parenting through guilt when, when parents give their children everything because they think that that will make their children happy. And that, in effect, if their children are happy, they don't have to deal with any uncomfortable feelings and then they will be happy. But yeah. it's not, it doesn't actually like work that way at all because you're just <laughs> <laughs> creating a monster. But apart from that, yeah. <laughs> you know what Ooh, I mean? Yeah, I've, I actually can so relate to this. I had a, I had a moment this morning where I just realized exactly that. <laughs> I was like, I've actually done that not to deal with my own uncomfortable feelings in this situation. Like generally, I think I got this, but just that moment, just to get it over and done with, I was like, yes. I can't. And it backfired. <laughs> I yeah, can totally tell you that. <laughs> it backfired but it's I also to, think it's good to laugh about it. It's good yeah. to, you know, it's human, right? That we, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And that's what absolutely. I, that's where it comes from, you know, um, just to add to what you said earlier, with a sense of peace, there's also a sense of self-love. I think you can sit into where it doesn't bother you anymore what other people say or think or whether you get attacked or not. It's just if it makes yeah. you happy and it sits yeah. right with you, it's just you go to you. You know, like it, it may hurt yes. sometimes or sting, but you know the worth of your own happiness and how you feel it just becomes more important than trying yes. to out uncomfortable feelings you know yeah it's it's kind of like mm. more about ownership than avoidership is yeah it? it's like yes. it's like we're owning and 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 it's coming more from a place of authenticity and honesty with ourselves mm. to really own i know what makes me feel happy what brings yeah. me joy what makes me feel peaceful and and if there's anything in the way of that Rather than avoiding it, we if we if we look at that and and we look at what what is it about the thing that that that's creating that sense of disease or unhappiness within us, like yeah, you know, um, then like the self loathing or the I want to be perfect or whatever the the constructs mm. are that are creating that need to hone in on something else to make us happy. I think that's when we really feel happy that we start to get a real yeah. authentic feeling of happiness yes. like an actual feeling not just a, a fantasy image thing yeah <laughs> it feels good in our bodies and then it doesn't matter whether you have the thing or not you're happy anyways i can't remember i lost yeah. after my breakup i feel like i lost everything when i first got to the coast i had my son with me but no material yeah. possessions no job and i can't remember walking across the street I thought this is the happiest I've ever been <laughs> you know? yeah yeah and you think how can you be so happy you don't have anything like this is how, what my mind thought but I just felt yeah. so good because I was free I was doing the thing that felt right to me you know like mm -hmm. it just said good yeah yeah in my body um yeah hmm. and, and it's hard to explain that but that's that's yeah feeling it you can't is. really explain a feeling but it is a very I think expansive heart feeling and also yeah. a feeling of peace at the same time, but also a feeling of groundedness because mm -hmm. you're owning it. Yeah. There's a sense of something solid in that yes. happiness, not I empty. Find that too. Yeah. 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 It feels full and connected. Yeah. 
And there's also a bit of excitement sometimes in there oh, too when you're saying, oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, lots of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially you and I. We jumped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the Moulin Rouge a couple of weeks ago. And oh, I yes. I went down there to go to the Moulin Rouge with my auntie door. And we we just had the best time. And seriously, oh, it nice. was happiness. Like it was, it was, I was, mm-hmm. and for me, happiness is about not, of course, you're respectful of everybody else around you and everything, but it's also about giving yourself over to the moment. So when, you know, yeah. they're doing you can, 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 I was, I was bouncing up and down on my yeah. seat. Like I was, I was like in, I was in tune in the vibe of the whole music. I was part of it. Like I think it's, um, yeah, not sort of, um, not being a moderate. It's just like literally feeling that authentic joy running yeah. through your whole body kind of yeah. feeling. Um, and that's, same for anything really that we that brings us that happiness as well like like literally allowing our whole body to be in that moment Mm. um so you know sex that's another one you know being able to actually let our guards down and and let let um that pleasure in and things like that that's another one that um you know if we've got barriers and we've got constructs in the way we can't let go then we can't embody it we can't really feel it as to the depths of our whole being that we possibly could if we didn't have those things running yes another one that's beautiful that um what comes through for me is also there's a piece of vulnerability there as well the Mm. vulnerability of you know being honest with what it is that makes us happy and then especially when it comes to the pleasure part or sexuality or like anything just just being with that and being excited there's a piece of vulnerability of like this is me like i'm, I'm feeling yes. so good right now and you know like i'm really letting this in that's yeah yes instead of definitely. you know as you said the whole i wonder what they think about me if i do this now (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly Uh, it's funny because i at the moment like you were saying it i was thinking just interest such a paradox because when we're owning what authentically makes us happy there is a real vulnerable element to that if we're actually allowing someone to be a witness to that so you know it's fine if we're just doing it on our own and we we know what makes us happy and we don't have anyone that we're saying you know what this really makes me happy but when we actually start to share that with people um that that is that does actually um create intimacy yeah on an emotional level because Mm. you're you're really owning up to what and owning it, like, yes, yeah. this is what makes me happy um, or contributes to my happiness or allows me those feelings of happiness in the moment or whatever, however you want to say it, really. Um, but, yes, that's that's a beautiful yeah. thing. I love that you, you said the vulnerability aspect. And which is funny because when we do that, sometimes we don't do it or not to the full extent. Like you just explained when you went to Moulin Rouge. But um, Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then we, yeah. think, we think something, but it actually gives other people permission to do the same it does you know to let it in or to let it out like this or it's just so freeing and Mm. healing in itself although we are just yeah being it i just love it yeah it is and and it's it's interesting isn't it so often we sort of want to protect ourselves from Mm. or even other people from the truth of what is creating um unhappiness or internal misery or whatever it is going on for us that's prohibiting us from accessing that happiness often we we want to either hide from it from ourselves pretend it's not there or if we do know about it often we don't want to share it with other people because it's it's too scary or they might use it to abuse us or you know we have those kind of thoughts running through our head um so i think it's really important um and precious uh to make sure that 
we really um, admit to ourselves first, like our comfortability level around it for ourselves. And sometimes we do need to get used to it ourselves first. Yeah. And then start sharing it with safe people. Yes. Um, who we know like 110% at first um, mm. will, will not be judging, you know, that that we can say yeah. those things too and they won't um, because often, and, and it's interesting, we're going to go into this later in the, in, the, in the talk today, but in the chat, but, <laughs> um, you know, it does, it does have a lot to do with manifestation and, yeah. and creating our reality when it comes to who we share what with. So we will discuss that a little bit. We'll do an extension course on happiness at the end of this. Week. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> Get stay excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think I think we've summed up um what is happening as well. Like it's a feeling, it's it's it involves embodying it, it involves um being ownership, owning it and yeah. and then being vulnerable and sharing it um, with, well, not necessarily at first, but sharing that definitely as a stage to um, create intimacy in our lives with people. Mm. So I think that that's a really great sort of um, snapshot of yeah. how happiness works and um, we can run from it all we like, the, the, the triggers and the things and the barriers that stop us from happiness, but that won't bring us happiness. Ultimately no. it'll be empty. And that's why I love, you know, platforms like Enlightenment in Conversations because you can say, mm. if we all go through this, like we are all having our mm. level of something coming up. And if if people hear that, I always think that made me feel more normal. Yes. And then also if you ask someone that's really, you know, let's say like closed off or has like very, a lot of reservations, you could even start writing it down and sharing it just you know, writing it with someone before you like, yes, you know, really embody it and show how happy you can be in your body or like even mm -hmm. mirror work one-on-one. It's like, oh, that's what I like. Like yep. just be okay with that, you know, and then go from there. So yeah, yeah. like practice, practicing, um, communicating it mm. out loud can be a step too, like yeah. mirror work. And then you share it with yourself. Someone. Yeah. yeah, you share it with someone in writing and they say maybe, yeah, I do too, or thanks for sharing, and then you go behind the scenes, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> before yeah. you can do it in front of them. <laughs> yeah, yep. I've done Absolutely. that too. I think every step's a big step. Like, you know, even if they're small steps, they're still really big steps in our soul growth. Yeah. Sometimes we think we have to be all the way over here, but all the little steps towards that intention are huge steps. Yeah. And they're just as, they're just as big as if we, we were to get to that end Point that we deem to be that goal I think they're all really significant moments of soul growth mm. and I think that you know the more we can talk to ourselves in an enlightened way and say good on you keep going yeah you know, awesome and celebrate and be our own best friend and give ourselves pats on the back and and encourage yeah. ourselves and not look for the what we didn't do right but look for what we did do right and then sure use the other stuff to improve on it but mm. start to have that sort of nice dialogue with ourselves to encourage yes. us to, to get to do those steps you know and anchoring that into so if, if you have risen above some you know vulnerabilities or fears that you've had but you can feel like a little jump of like, oh, wow, I did it. Like, you know, like yes. really anchor that in yeah. and acknowledge that as well because that's the start of it. So Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Which, no, keep going. I'm yeah, no, it's just like expression. a drop, a tiny drop again into creating, I guess. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, bit, yes, yeah. we're getting there. Cre creation's <laughs> already pulling us to it, isn't it? Like mm. I love that. 
Um, all right, so the second question. Now, can you see any 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 comments on the feed? I can't see my live feed up at the moment. I'm still still getting used to the technology, obviously, here, but um, yeah, can't see any sort of the video appearing on my thing. So I might, um, yeah, just see if, if you can see anything, let me know. If not, that's fine and we can we can just keep going. I can't see any just yet. Okay, we'll just keep going. So the second question we have is, how do I know if I've made the right decision? I, I actually see this question a lot in general, like, you know, when I see people doing a reading and they're like, oh, I don't know if I've made the right, that, like if this comes up a lot, this sort of self-doubt mm. um, or, or I want to make this decision but I don't know if it's the right one and they're seeking someone else to tell them you know yeah. what, which which way should I go I see do you see this a lot or is this something I, that yeah that one and then also regret so you know what yeah. if I, I would have you know mm -hmm. decided something yeah. else or done something else like was it right that I did that because I'm now here yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and I know it from myself I've I had a period in my life where I would constantly ask other people for like what do I do now which way do I go like what do I decide yeah yeah missing yeah. piece of trusting yourself as well yeah yeah mm. and I think I think that um okay this is really 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 bigger picture stuff like really big like this is way beyond probably where most people would go first but I just want to I want to say it because it's it's the it's the first thing that came through when I mm. when I saw that question that that person asked, and I didn't um, doubt it for a second because that's how I would talk to myself really, you know, like nowadays. Mm. So the first thing that came through was you can't make a wrong decision. You 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 can't. It, it doesn't matter what decision you make. If you make a decision, you'll soon find out what you need to do to next time or what have you. Every single decision you make is a learning one. And even not making a decision is making a decision. So we're still making a decision to not make that decision, delay that decision. That's already creating a sense in our bodies of something. Yeah. And it could be a sense of frustration. It could be a sense of uh, trepidation. It could be adding to anxiety. It could be adding to depression, not making those decisions. So we're already already and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's wrong to delay it just means it's another teaching tool yeah so our delaying of making that decision is already creating a response um when we think about going down the path of should i go this way or should i go that way um we can we can try and tune into our feelings um yeah. around what 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 each one feels like in our body that's that's one way of having a look at that like just to, to teach decision making as a um self-discovery tool like before you actually make it so that it's not oh i've got to push and make this decision but you can actually go on the journey and go okay well this is what i'm thinking about doing how do i feel about it and how how does my body feel reconciled with that where is it coming from where does it feel good where doesn't it feel good is there a mismatch? Do I need to kind of come back into some kind of alignment for this decision? Um, yeah. There's all those kind of steps that we can take. But ultimately, whatever decision we make or not or don't make, it is still the right decision because the journey is not a mistake. Every yeah. single part of the journey is not a mistake. That's what I would say first up. 
Yes, and I would like to add to that because I have similar things actually came to me before this conversation around that question. And what I would like to add is that, um, now I lost my thought. We made the right decision with what we knew at the time. So yeah. even if you made a decision and now look back and think you regret it or it was wrong or anything like that, yeah. like you knew what you knew at the time and that's where you made the decision from. And what I've also learned is if you do it intuitively, there is almost always a moment after you've made a decision where you doubt the decision. So that's just normal. So just mm -hmm. trust that whatever you decided was right at the time. And then, as you said, if you then feel like something is off along the way, you know, most likely it would be good to feel through the doubts first <laughs> and then make another decision. But yeah, you can always then choose again from there, make a new decision. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I, I think you're right. I think decision-making gets like, it just gets a lot easier or cleaner or something mm. before you make it um, when you've had a bit of practice on what we're talking about. But, mm. but every, and that's great because kind of like, you know, you and I probably have experienced it a, a lot that we shortcut our way to kind of where we want to, like it's again, the manifestation thing, right? So you can, you know, it's because most decisions are about, we want to, the outcome that we want, right? Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so it is a bit about manifestation again. It's just like trickling its way through this manifestation beast, isn't it? Um, but I think that when you get good at, like you're saying, intuitively going with what you feel and understand what that looks like, feels like, you know, that process and how that, that works. And, and everybody's an individual and that I feel is not something someone can tell you is the way to do it. I mean, you can try different things, but ultimately it's your way. Yeah. Uh, your way is unique and my way is unique and we kind of know. Um, lately I, I've had a um, discovery that, you know, at the bottom of my spine, when I think of something quite big to do or expansive to do that stretches me, I get like this tingling sensation at the base of my spine. And mm. I, I did some Googling about that and, and, and did talk about Kundalini, you know, that, that that's the sort of Kundalini, the feminine goddess yin energy stirring. Mm. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, so it's stirring. So, But ultimately it's meant to sort of work its way up to your crown. So that made a lot of sense to me because it kind of almost like, something big I feel it there and then I, don't, I think oh no it's it's I've got a bad feeling but it actually isn't a bad feeling it's actually stirring up my my the energy that could solve the fears to that yeah so I've actually been working at letting it I actually just I just actually said to it okay um make your way all the way up and show me the solutions that's what I asked mm, that's good yeah I like that because because I do believe if that energy connects in with all the other um, energy centers up and down the spine that I don't have to think my way to that solution yeah like, no let it be given yeah yes it comes to you amazing mm -hmm. yeah that's nice I do ask for like just give me signs of which one should I choose and then it feels more pulling towards the thing yeah when I feel yep. intuitively into it it's like oh sometimes I can feel certain outcomes or what happens along the way mm -hmm. and I'm thinking back to the bigger picture like where am I going is that where I'll is that what would serve me or get me there faster or, you know, like, and then I would decide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But I like the Kundalini one. That's good. That gives like extra, like, mm. you know, connection, I feel like to mm. that. And, so, and almost like sort of like intelligence that, yes. that I can't think my way to. I can only invite 
Mm. And then and then it sort of lets itself emerge. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm gonna try that too. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's okay. And and oh, and so um the well, let's move along to our wonderful manifestation because I kind of feel like all these things are, are helping us to get to there, aren't they? Yeah. Can you hear any banging or is that? I, I think I should, maybe I should um, shut my window quickly. Is it really loud? Okay, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely, yes. Go for it. And the third question um, was actually um, a beautiful offering by Kristen that she she had a, she had a question herself this week and I and I loved it. It was so alive for her. And um, so I thought, um, what, what is the difference between manifestation and creation? I thought that would be a really great topic because it was so alive for you um, yeah. this week. And I, I do love that. I love it. I, that's how I choose my enlightened conversations a lot too. I see what people mm, are really job. excited about yeah. and then they get me excited and then I want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, Creating um, happiness again, back to the start, yeah. Interesting, isn't it, this creation and manifestation? So um, the I loved your post because it was all about, you know, so it just had so much in it um, when it came to, you know, just questioning what is creation and how, how does that lead to the manifestation of what we want and what what's what what is our part in it? You know, how much do we have to kind of create and own and, and how much of it is manifesting and it's just given kind of thing? And it, it was like this, an interesting post and I found I think you know just from my point of view I felt like um we're creating all the time like all the time like we don't stop like with every breath we're creating something like our thought processes our feelings are moving our body's doing something something's in creation something's in movement something's occurring you know yeah. just from us being um so for me it's like manifestation is like the um what's the word the the um if 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 what we if what we're sitting in, in in our creation of what we're thinking and what we're feeling and what we're doing and 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 stuff if if we're one side of velcro then manifestation is like the other side <laughs> yeah that's beautiful it just comes yeah. and clicks in yeah <laughs> and i i feel like it's like yeah it's it is a it is a relationship so yes mm -hmm. it's like we have to take ownership for what we create because we're one side of the velcro and if if what the abundance is is what we want like actually that we, we what we want um awesome but if it's not what we want then not so awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well we're correct well what are we what are we actually what's really moving through us like yeah in our beliefs and worthiness and stuff mm. because that's kind of what we feel and then the other side of that is like from making the decisions and the right timing and no regrets and all of that like what we just covered yeah it's also it's also about humility yes like, I, I feel like sometimes when we're on the on this manifestation journey and abundance journey we feel like we if we don't have it right now, there's something wrong with us. Yeah, we must I, be still a belief off. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Whereas it could just be that I do feel like I'm at peace and I do feel like I'm worthy and I do feel like I have enough. And, and so I am 
feeling like that should be here. But sometimes there's a a bigger picture to walk that mm. um, that we, if you had all that now, that it might put a little bit of a blanket on some other things that need to be dealt with first and it's a timing thing. I know that's happened to me in my life too and I, I kind of feel like I want to give that to whoever's listening that thinks, oh, but I should have it now. Like why, why, why don't I? And I'm doing all the right things and I do believe these things and I don't have any, you know, issues and I'm, I'm bring it on universe, you know, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, just to have that humility for the, there might be other things. And the reason why you don't have it right this second isn't because there's something wrong with you or something wrong with your process or what you're believing or what you're doing. It's just, it's, it's, it's a timeline thing. It's a, it's a, there's a timeline factor. That timeline factor is giving me like time, like, you know, I'm always wondering how this timeline factor thing, because some people use it to bring manifestations in a lot faster, but then other thing, it hasn't come in because, you know, there's a certain timeline and it hasn't just met yet. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. but if we can create, you know, why isn't there a piece where we, and maybe that's just me being controlling on some level, <laughs> like just merge the timelines. Yeah, get with the program, bitches. All yeah. right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 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 I think that's a, you know what I really think that's a really great question to ask the mm. universe, though. So mm, you know, we can take that into meditation and go, guys, like, is this How a timeline thing? Is it something I need to be working on? Yeah. Just relax, you know. Is this, is this, <laughs> or because sometimes we we want to. It's almost like, um, you know, uh, we, we're doing it until we do it, until we do it. You know, like we we kind of gunning it till we get it, kind of thing. But sometimes right. it's about going. Actually, no. Um, and they may say, look, if you're if you're overly focused in this other direction, it's going to take you away from this other learning that. Could prohibit the timeline like you could be speeding the timeline up if you do, if you if you focused on this direction this other area get that done that could happen sooner could be that too i know it has been for me as well and certain things are outside of my control because they involve other people so there's mm. that sort of you know two two people two people's lives and and being patient and those kind of things um but i think that yeah, for the most part, if we just ask that question, that would be that would be a step in the right direction, don't you think? Yeah, I do do that actually. So when I really don't know, I just hand it over and say, look, what what is it that I need to know? Is there anything I need to look at here? Or even just what's the next step? Because as yeah. you said, sometimes you get so grinded up in this thing and it still doesn't come and you'd be like, ah. So you just yeah. want to take a step back and just surrender. It's like, okay, what's next? <laughs> just I promise I, me. I, yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and I, I, I promise this is not blowing my own horn. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly coming from a place of struggle here mm. when I say there's a lot of times that I go, what do you need me to do? And they say nothing. Yeah, true. But then and again, I, str I struggle. I struggle yeah. with that. Because it's like, no, but I can do things, you know, I can. And they're like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> and I have don't. so much to do. Yeah. You wanted me to do all these things. Like, why don't I get it down right now? Yeah, I have that too. But I learned to trust that as well. Because I'm like, okay, it's quiet now. I know something is coming. Yeah. Sometimes there's a lot being done in the, in the, in the quiet. And, yeah. And, uh, 
Um, and I guess I've learned like to train myself to find more joy rather than look for problems, you know, in that respect too, that I've just gone on. Yeah. I can just focus on joyful things over here and, yep, yep, you're not avoiding anything. Okay, more fun. That's good. Um, yeah. So I've, you know, I have struggled with it a little bit, but I've gotten more used to it that sometimes this is nothing more I can do. I just need to be kind of, it's almost like if I focus too much on it, it disrupts it. Yeah. I'm feeding, I'm feeding problems into a situation I shouldn't be. Yeah. So, you know, because it might not have anything to do with me, but the more I inject myself into it with my thoughts, the less progress is made in that in that area for whoever's involved because yeah. I'm still interfering somehow in my in my thought process. Hmm. So mm-hmm. then that's the problem rather than just you're cool. Just 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 chill. It's okay. Just just get on with your own business kind of thing. Yeah, trusting that it does come in, isn't it? And then you create that don't we create too if we are enjoying playing and having fun? We're actually creating more of that at the same time as well. And we're creating our own happiness rather than sitting and it hasn't still come yet. Because in yes. that it hasn't still come yet, it's like, oh, you know, you just create even more of that feeling. Yeah, you you become the Velcro. Yeah, exactly. Yes, still haven't come yet. It still hasn't come yet. Universe continues to give you that Velcro. Yeah. So it's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, yeah. It, but it can also be frustrating which sometimes you've got to acknowledge your feelings along the way as well. Like say you have mm. been, you know, diligent in showing up and doing all the things and it still doesn't come and then you get frustrated. That is something just to feel through and then let it go, but not totally. to get stuck in. And then I guess I probably talk to myself here right now as well, instead of yeah. like chucking the whole idea of creating out, totally. <laughs> just, you know, just yeah, like yes. feel it, be with it. And then next. Absolutely. And what I've learned. What also made me question that is um, write this post is I always talked about manifestation and sometime along the line I had a healing done and she said to me, you got to create it. So instead of just saying, hey, this is what I want and then sitting at home and waiting, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? mm-hmm. like actually going out, taking the steps or yes. whatever it is, like if you want to be an author, actually write the book or actually go yes. meet new people if you want relationships or, you know. Yep. Google on how, kind of how else if we don't take the steps how else are we yeah. going to recognize where our barriers or fears or whatever is to getting that happen, yeah. happening and it's like yeah absolutely and that's why circle back to having being your own like you know cheer cheer squad and your own mm. best friend sort of thing because then every step you do take you're going yeah I did that yeah and you and you and there's an energy of yeah it is happening and I think the more that that we experience that energy in ourselves the more momentum we get and 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 if we if we're coming from a place of depression where we haven't had any purpose or we've had a lot of self-doubt or those kind of things we've been swimming in that for a while it can sometimes feel like two steps forward one step back when things don't happen but if we kind of reverse the whole narrative to how we're talking to ourselves about those steps and go, yeah, two steps forward. Yeah, well, okay, one step back. Cool, no yeah. worries. Two steps forward, though. And if we continue to just focus on that for ourselves, it's it's just the momentum. Something happens. Yes. Um, it, it's almost to- like it takes on life of its own after a while, that, that creation yeah. process. 
it's where it's almost like we're getting pulled along like it's mm. yeah okay. and things just happen as well like in flow like mm -hmm. oh wow yeah that's right oh i needed mm -hmm. that or like gifts drop down that make it easier for us or more available or something yeah and then i think because you said earlier like you know we believe and then we cheer ourselves on I think that also helps us to believe that we are worthy of what we want. Like sometimes we may have dreams, but they seem so big that there's actually a part of them like, I probably won't be able to have it this lifetime or, you know, I can't actually quite imagine having it because it's that great. So these little steps that we take as well, just help us grow into that. Yeah, I, I agree. We need to be to, to lift that and receive that. Yeah, and it's like that sort of muscle going to the gym, mm. exercising it, it gets stronger and stronger. We get more used to it. It's about like, you know, wearing those new pair of shoes. They feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, but then after a while they feel like, well, same with jeans, you know, a bit uncomfortable at first, but then after a while they feel like, oh, I can never throw these out. They're the best pair of jeans ever. You know, it's <laughs> it's sometimes we just need to kind of give ourselves a moment to get used to things, Yeah, especially if we've been doing something one way. And then we're starting to do it another way. Like it, it's it's hard to sort of turn the wheel back the other way. Um, yes. To give ourselves that compassion and and yeah. just to sort of keep encouraging ourselves and go, don't give up. Every step matters. You know, we we we're getting there. We're doing this. It'll get easier, and it does get easier. I know it does get easier. I've seen it with so many hundreds of people. It does get easier. Does. It doesn't mean we don't go backwards. <laughs> it doesn't mean we don't um, have hard times or struggle streets sometimes or whatever. It just does get easier coming out of those things. It's not like we're back to square one again. Yeah, it really does. Every step that we take, everything that we learn, everything that we practice does help. And I sometimes also feel like when we have those setbacks or we feel down on them or like we tell ourselves it never happens because, you know, our brain sees all the reasons why. <sighs> we can just apply manifestation to that. <laughs> like, okay, so I have this bunch of disbelief. Can we just take our power back and actually create it into something that would help me along? You know, like, of course I'm going to have, it. or in what way do you feel like it should come in for you to receive it easier? So I have this, you know, for example, like this relationship thing and a part of it is like, it's scary and not that it affects me or Heinrich negatively. And when I said, just take your power back. And then I wrote, I felt into it and I said, you know, he's so gentle and kind. It's going to be easy for me to let it in. Like, you know, like just turn it around on how it would feel good for you to actually get that thing mm -hmm. that hasn't come in yet. Or yeah. Yes. Like some sort of positive change around that. And then, oh, you know, like it becomes more exciting and everything again as well. Yeah. And also the, the thing that I get that comes through is that if we can't do it to ourselves consistently, then how are we going to be able to accept it when someone's in front of us? Yeah. That 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 if if we, <laughs> if we want that so bad, how can we create our whole day or part of our whole day to do that for ourselves so we get used to it, so that mm. we can recognize it, so that we attract it, so that we're our vibration saying yes to it, not no to yeah. it, or I'm scared or well, it won't ever happen. It's saying yes, 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 yes. So yeah. how can we do that? Um, and then anything that comes in that isn't that's going to feel yuck. And we're going to go nah. Instead of I'm so hungry for anything now. <laughs> yes. Please come, please just yeah. <laughs> but when we actually know it's not going to work anyways. So. Mm. 
Yeah. And if then the frustration comes when you know you can't do it anymore, although you want to, <laughs> you just have to move. You just have to keep moving forward. <laughs> just keep moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And keep yeah. doing the same thing. Exactly. And then it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Of course it is. Yeah. I've been treating myself the whole time like it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the creation, isn't it? And then you have that created it, it actively and intentionally mm. the whole thing. Exactly. And, and I, 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 I think that, that, that it's really great that you and I've talked about like that whole aspect of, again, owning it, like that creation yeah. is owning it, like the happiness aspect, right? And then it's, it's kind of like the, I think there's room for mystery, you know, in between, in between sort of um, the Velcro of us and the Velcro of the universe coming together. I think there is a, an element of mystery, of magic, of the unknown, of of an invitation for assistance to, for it to happen. Like mm. I think there's that in that space between it's the I'm giving the universe permission to bring this in, I'm giving um, myself permission to receive, I'm giving, I'm, there's mass, magic and mystery in that. Um, I'm looking for signs. I'm, you know, um, I'm staying current with where this is and um being gracious about it so that I'm not yeah. I'm not uh, like a hunter because yeah. sometimes the more we hunt for it the more we push it away yes it's, yes being solid with what we want and what we know we feel and deserve but then allowing for that magic and mystery too to to be like an adventure and 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 to treat it like that with anything and and one good example is um I had a girlfriend who said to me one time when I was looking for a home um, she said, oh, it's already there waiting for you. Can't wait to see what it is, you know. And it just, it was such a beautiful invitation for me to go, oh, so this is an adventure of me. It's already there. So I just got to allow for that to just trickle in and find yeah. its way. I'll take all the steps. I'll do all my things and have a look around and do all those things. But it adds an element to that magic to it. Yeah, because where is it coming from? What's it going to look like? How's it going to happen? Mm. Like, right, there's um, yeah. Abraham Hicks talks about this because the moment it comes in, it's like a moment and then poof, right? And we are just waiting for it and we, we get so frustrated if it doesn't come, but it's actually the journey to it that makes it mm. so exciting. Like, you know, the anticipation. And But I like how you said the magic and everything because in my post, I... I also questioned, you know, when I look at people that just write down their goals and then go and create that that way and just really plan it out. I think when you come from a place of manifestation, there is more space for mysticism and magic than as if you would, you know, just like write down what steps to take or what, what do you think, how it should look or how it should be done. And then it happens. I think Does so too because, yeah, because yeah, sometimes that goal stuff is just all head, 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 head. It's just, yeah, yeah. And, and wheel, Black head and, and wheel, head and wheel, head and wheel, you know, there's no, and there might be some heart stuff in there. It's like I really want this and it'll bring me joy and that, sure. But then it, if if there's just a almost like a tunnel vision thing to, to the goal and mm. then you're not actually looking at how that could come in a certain way, like a different way. Uh, there might be a bigger shortcut. There might be a, mm. an even more blessed idea that you wouldn't have thought of it when you're, oh, my God, it's yeah. just mind-blowingly more. 
And mm-hmm. that's why when Tony and I at the end of the new year, we always talk about how the year went and what we want to bring into the new year. But we, we've gotten looser around what that looks like now. I think yeah. we've learned that we go, we don't want to limit ourselves. That'll yeah. be better is often what we say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. I myself off, honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's an excellent thing to say that, you know, there's more magic and opportunity for something unique that we, we can't think our way to if we just... Yeah allow allow for that in our yeah. in our planning yeah let the universe get to work oh like oh, I dropped my ear receive mm. i dropped i dropped my um my little ear thing and it's rolled under the couch <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, i can still hear you but okay, it's good. yeah one's one bit's rolled under the couch um so hey um are we able to have a look and see if anybody's can you see if the, the video is up on the page and it does say anything. it's on Facebook. Yes, and and you can see it. Can you see it there? Can you? I'm going to I'm have to look. I'm still working out how to how to do all this. So so this is a good example of manifestation that I got it to work, but you know obviously don't know how to kind of like like read comments. So I'm still in the learning process to all this, but this is an amazing step, Kristen. I can see it. It is. I'm so proud of oh. us. <laughs> but I can't see comments. So okay. it doesn't That's look cool. like it doesn't have a number or anything. It looks like there hasn't been any comments. Okay. Oh, well, maybe that's good. I'll, I'll work on that side of things for myself. But I think we've covered. I think we've covered everything today. That you know, I feel complete with what mm. we've covered. What about you? Did you feel like you had anything more that that you would wants to be spoken to with these topics no i feel like it feels right yeah yeah it feels good doesn't same it? like with decision making as well yeah if it feels right yeah. it's right <laughs> it's exactly right yeah. yeah see look what we just did see yeah. we just put it out there it doesn't feel good mm. um feels good for me too feels peaceful i feel like the threads of the three questions um have really worked together um yeah it's I funny how that happens yeah. yeah, I didn't expect that either. Mm. And I and, and often the questions that I've covered, I covered three last week with Leanne and they were completely different and they all wove together too. So it's kind of interesting how that works. Yeah. Um, so um we'll leave it there and mm. we thank you for joining us if you're watching the replay. Um we've got another enlightened conversation coming up next uh the QA with Caroline King. She's gonna be joining me on Thursday next week. So um looking forward to that and then um, yeah, I'm off to Bali for a couple of weeks. Ooh, for a holiday. That's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> bring on the joy, bring on the massages. <laughs> oh, they are so cheap over there. I know. <laughs> I know. Amazing. I'm going to actually book one in today. Yeah, good. Good. They, yeah, bring me joy. I love massages. Mm. Well, thanks, everybody, uh, for joining us. And we'll look forward to you joining us next time on Enlightened Conversations. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye.